gotta love it. He watches the game beneath the sea. Greater one. The very side. Imagine seeing these guys in the 80s like I did in their prime. Rising. Rest in peace, Cliff Burton, Jr. and Senior. Immortal. This is real Metallica, people. All oh, that fucking bullshit. It madness. You dwell. Oh, yeah. First three albums, then the EP, and then the uh, fourth LP. That's as far as I go with Metallica. Anything after that, that ain't Metallica. I mean, it is, but it don't sound like Metallica. It sounds like a metal band. Not like a speed metal band or thrash band, no way. Chaos Underground. Got the sound and twisted sour. Talk about marsh pits, people. Have no clue what marsh pits are. Till you've been in a marsh pit. At, at a early 80s or mid 80s, Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Overkill, fucking Moda. Uh, don't even get me going, because this is Anthrax, Metal Truck, uh, M.O.D., oh my god. It's just go, testament, it goes on and on and on and on. Alright. Here we go. After this uh, verse, we will stop this track, and me and Pulse, from Boston to Texas, from the Patriots to Earl Campbell and the Houston Oilers, we get this shit done, and hopefully Kiwi joins us. Jay will join us when he doesn't have to, uh, uh, when you don't have to do, uh, what's it called? We might, we, we might be doing post-UFC uh, shows, too, uh, on early cards or late cards, because Sunday's is day of rest. All right. All right, that's enough of the, uh, uh, I'm working on the intro. Yo, bros, what's up? Rizzo from FLA, even... Hey, Rizzo's actually from Massachusetts. Rhode Island and Massachusetts. He actually... Yeah, Rizzo. Did you know that, Pulse? He's actually from up here? I, no, I didn't know, but I, I had another question for you. Yeah. Ask, you, you know the, uh, the, the, the boxer, uh, Peter Hurricane McNeely? Of course I... Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he... um he, he from? He's from uh, Whitman. He's, from, he's not from Boston. He's from Whitman. He's from like he's like I don't know like a half like a half an hour from Boston. A lot of tough people come from Massachusetts because you got New Bedford, Fall River, a lot of really good Portuguese fighters, and and you know every other culture too, right? Every other color. Then you got Boston, Quincy, Dorchester, uh, all the way up to Lowell where Mickey Ward's from. That's the North Shore. You know what I mean? And then you got then you got Springfield in in mi middle of Massachusetts. You have Rhode Island, a lot of good fights. That was my last amateur fight was in Rhode Island in 99-2000 for uh, diabetes. You know, I, w I was just doing it for fucking charity. Because that, that's how much I love the fight. You know what I mean? And not get in trouble. You know what I mean? And actually do something good for people. So, you know, and it was my friend who was a... My friend won last night. Uh, my friend's uh, son or uh, nephew, he's 14-0 and 0 now. He uh, won last night in that boxing card. Remember I was telling you live yesterday? Yeah, he said, I was born in New Bedford, straight out of the trailer. Yeah, New Bedford, uh, I like New Bedford and uh, Fall River. I, 
I met some solid people down there in my DYS juvie days and prison. But in prison, uh, here's where they were tough, in the boxing gyms. Uh, yeah, I seen a lot of guys spar from Fall River and New Bedford. I spar with some guys from Fall River and New Bedford. They were all very uh, technically sound uh, fighters. You know what I mean? Definitely, you get a lot of good boxers coming out of Massachusetts and uh, Rhode Island and New York. That's why I always say Northeast Beast. That's what I'm talking about, uh, uh, Pulse. Is it's like every city from Philly, uh, Baltimore, um uh, New York City, Jersey, North Jersey, uh, New York City, all the boroughs, and then you get then you get Connecticut, where Alex uh, Glover Teixeira has his gym with Alex Pereira. You got good fighters there. You got good fighters come from Springfield, Mass, right there. That goes right into Connecticut, right there. Then you got Rhode Island. You got good fighters. Then you got great fighters from Brockton, Hagler, Marciano, Brockton, Mass, right? Then you got Fall River, New Bedford, and then you got the mighty 617. Fucking Boston, Quincy, Lowell, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn City of Sin never come out the way he went in. All these places, you know what I mean? Worcester, Mass. They're all cities. I just looked it up. Apparently, Peter McNeely is from a town called Medville. Medford? Med, I think it's Medville, Medville. No, he used to train out of Whitman. Uh, I know he trained out of Whitman fucking uh, with uh, Vince. Uh, his, his, uh, his manager was uh, Vercchioni. Or whatever his name is, Vicioni. Listen, that fight, that fight was fixed. Uh, so, yeah. So, well, McNeely was gonna lose anyways. He lost. McNeely lost bar fights. He used to he used to start shit with people in bars and people would drop him. Yeah, I'm sure he dropped a lot of people too. But if he ever came into a fucking bar and Quincy started talking shit, he would have got killed. He would end up getting killed. Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce from the Celtics went to a bar. A bucket of blood. It got stabbed. Yeah, he got stabbed. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. It doesn't matter who you are. It's like you start talking shit thinking you're better, you're going to get handed. You're going to get fucking hurt. If not killed. That's why I'm so grateful every day. I always say, have a blessed day. I'm so lucky I never killed nobody. I'd knock people out, right? And I'm not talking about bully. I'm talking about guys that wanted to fight me. Grown men. When I was a teenager, I'd fight grown men. Their eyes would roll behind their head, right? And then I'd be kicking them in the head and the ribs on the ground when they're out cold. And my friends are kicking other guys in the fucking head and shit. It was fucking crazy, dude. Every day, every night in the 80s. And then the 90s, it was in the bar rooms and the private Italian clubs and the fucking strip joints and the fucking uh, casinos and everywhere we went. You know, it's like you got to represent where you're from. You know what I mean? And someone talks shit. It's like, it's on. Like, that's what these kids don't understand these days. They have no fucking clue. Like, someone talks shit to you, there's consequences for that. But not online. Yeah. Am I right, Pulse, or am I wrong, dude? No, you're right. There's a, you know, it, it's like, um, I don't know, it's like, it's like people, people get, get some sort of, um, they're too comfortable. They're too comfortable, and they don't realize that they might be they might be talking to a killer, a fucking savage, an absolute savage. Right. Like Zach, I like that kid. Zach, I I tried to I tried to help Zach. I used to stick up for the kid, and then 
I'd stick up for him, and he'd say, you're my mentor. This and I go, mentor? You never did anything, dude. Like, if you want me to mentor you, I'll train you every day on the screen. Because I know you're not... He's, he lives in Maine and Florida with his mommy and daddy or something. I don't fucking know. But all I know is if I was your mentor, dude, I'd be training you every day, and I'd really turn you into a man. And I, I'd say, you can't be talking shit to people. You can't take shit from people either. But you don't know who's behind that fucking... Uh, Keyboard. There's a lot of keyboard couch warriors. They talk shit about fighters. They're like, oh, he sucked. He sucked. Well, let me ask something. Can you do better? Can you get in there and do better? You have no right to say someone sucks. A fighter. Especially a fighter. Do you, do you listen to Benzino? I, yeah, I like Benzino. Benzino, uh, I know his uh, uncle. His uncle is fucking f uh, four streets, uh, four blocks away. Uh, him, his nephew, and my, and my son are really good friends. They went to school together since uh, elementary. Yeah, he's. I like Benzino a lot. Uh, Made Men, uh, all those guys, all those guys. Ed O.G. and the Bulldogs, like uh, Gangsta, like they're all from Boston. You know what I mean? Like we have a huge hip hop community. The Source, uh, that's Benzino. The Source, Benzino and a, a college kid from Boston that trusted each other. They got together. And the kid had the money, and Benzino had the muscle, and the street smarts, and that's how they made the sauce. Yeah. Like, I always say that, don't, don't I say this to you, Paul's teamwork makes the dream work? It's really true, bro. You, you got to have people you can rely on, and you have to do it together. You can do things on your own, no doubt, and I will do it on my own. I, I've already proven that. But I like to have people in here. Like, I, I'm not trying to be no star. I don't want to be a star. I'm really low-key, but I don't mind talking about fights that I'm passionate about. And I see these other people doing it, and I'm like, they probably never even been in a fight in their life. Like, I've been in the ring. I spot I spot all the... I spot Sean Gannon went to school. I, I spot him all... I spot him. I spot all the best Golden Glove champs. Like, I never spot any easy fights. I always... They'd always make me spot the best fighters in the gym. So, like... I, I had Mickey Ward right beside me in the ring beside me sparring while I was sparring. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like so I could actually talk to a fighter. I'm not going to be a, I'm not going to be fan, a fanboy, you know what I mean? I'm actually going to say, you know, I'm not going to say, how does it feel uh, walking out uh, as the champ and defending your belt? How do you think it fucking feels? I know the answer to that question. Like, are you a fucking moron? Like, why don't you ask him some real life questions? Stop being scared to fucking death. STD, scared to death. Grow some fucking balls, people. Sean Gannon. That's Sean Gannon, the kid I used to spot with. I went to school with him. Dude, you wouldn't even realize. In school, he was the quietest kid and the nicest kid in the world. And then one day I was at the gym, and, I, and my, 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 uh, my, my old trainer, my third trainer that was like just died last year, uh, Jimmy Farrell Sr., uh, Jr., and his father trained me too, uh, he goes, you're, you're sparring with Sean Gannon today. I go, Sean Gannon? From elementary school? Like, I haven't seen this kid since uh, junior high or middle school. When they first started calling him at middle school, I'm like, I haven't seen this kid since then. And I see him in the ring. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, I might hurt this kid. And then I go in there, and then I hear he's Golden Glove champ. I'm like, this kid never fought in his fucking life. i never seen him fight ever. But he was actually, after school, wasn't telling nobody. You know what I mean? He was just... You see how tough he was, right? Yeah, he won 
He won the fight. He's the only one that ever beat uh, Kimbo Slice in a street fight. Yeah. Dude, he lost his Boston police officer job for that fight. He made 10000 Yeah, he lost his fucking... He lost his Boston police officer's job for that fight. For fighting, fighting Kimbo Slice. They, they, they fired him. Imagine that shit. Oh, wow. You would think you would want a tough cop like that on your fucking... In the community, talking to people and saying, Listen, I know some tough guys from my city. Not right next door here, Quincy, right beside... You know, we're, we're basically two cities connected. Like, I, we have boroughs in our city. We have bad, tough guys in our city, too. But, uh, you know, like, that's what you need is cops like that, that that guys like me respect. Like, I'll actually respect a cop that's a tough guy. Like, I don't respect cops that you say, hey, I know guys that I look up to, that I looked up to, and I still look up to, I respect, that used to tell cops when they were growing up. They were like a, a generation ahead of me, 10, 20 years, right? They would tell cops... Take off your badge and gun and let's go in this alley and fight. And let's let's see who's the tough guy is. You know what I mean? And no cops would do that back then. But most would. There was like cops in Boston would actually do that. They take take off their badge, put off the gun, let the gangbangers hold it, and then they slap the gangbanger around and make them look silly. And they say, anybody else want some? And they'd be all, no, no problem. You know what I mean? I can even mention his name, DeLuca. You know why? Because the guy's a good man, Mark DeLuca. Mark DeLuca's a pro fighter. His father. His father. His father, used to say, oh, you, oh, you want to act like a tough guy with me? You want to act like a tough guy with me? I'm not going to bring you to jail. If, you if you're a real tough guy, hey, I'll take my badge, my gun off, and, and everyone here is a witness. I just signed a piece of paper. I would never press charges on you. So, come on. You beat me, you beat me fair and square. And then he would fight them, and that's he earned their respect. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. his no, son. Crazy. I didn't know. I didn't know. No, I didn't know uh, Sean Gannon lost his job over that fight. Yeah, he lost his job, bro. Uh, listen, he died way too fucking young. Like all my, all my pro. He's a, he's a basically a pro boxer. He was a pro mixed martial artist. He was a Golden Glove champ. I mean, that takes. You know how it is to win the Golden Gloves. You, you fight seven fights in one week. In one week, sometimes you have three fights yeah. in a day. It's same thing as like uh, pride, old pride rules. Same thing, Golden Gloves. That's why I always wanted Jake Paul to fight a really hungry Golden Glove fighter. I said Tommy Fury is not an elite boxer, but he does spar with Tyson Fury all the time, 12 rounds, 10 rounds, whatever. Yeah. So if you can spar with the fucking, the best fighter on the planet with their hands, which Tyson Fury is, I don't care what anyone says, I know boxing very well. Fury could, could, uh, could fight any of the legends. He could hang with any of them. You know why? Because he's seven foot tall almost. And he, it's almost not fair. He says it himself. It's not fair. And he moves like a middleweight. Who's your favorite? Who's my favorite? Marvin Hagler, right right up there. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson. That, well, it was Marvin Hagler at nine, ten years old. Inspired me. And then Mike Tyson was right there, right? I started getting into Mike Tyson. And then... uh. Then I started going back to the oldies. Dempsey, Johnson, uh, Joe Lewis is one of my favorites. Sugar Ray Robinson is one of my favorites. Rocky Marciano is always one of my favorites because he's undefeated, 49-0. and 0. Like, how do you do that? Back in those days? Like, oh yeah, Duran. Duran was four 
time champ, four different weight division champ before he went to middleweight, underneath middleweight. He was never a middleweight. He would, excuse me, he would blow up so, so, so big in between fights that he had to go to middleweight. He couldn't cut the weight no more. But he won four different weight division belts, Duran. Let me, let me ask you, let me ask you, Granite, who, who do you think wins in a fight, Prime Tyson or Prime Ali? Well, Tyson uh, would probably let Ali when he loved him so much. Tyson loved, that's the reason why Tyson became a boxer was because of Muhammad Ali. He seen Muhammad Ali at a juvenile detention he was in. Uh, Ali went up there to visit. And I guess they watched the Ali movie back then, whatever it was. And then they seen him walk in the room. And Mike was like, and then Mike said he's seen all the kids coming out of the gym. There was a boxing program with the, the guy that brought him the custom auto. And they say they, he'd see them all coming out with bloody noses and all happy. And he's like, I want to do that. You know what I mean? And the guy knocked on his door, uh, the boxer, the pro fighter. He used to be a pro fighter. Then he quit and, you know, gave back to the community, tried to you know, make bad kids uh, better kids because they didn't have a father. I grew up without a father, so I understand that. This is what America needs is more people like that because we're helping all these other countries. We're not even helping our own inner cities. I mean, the money they... Do you know how much they spend on the homeless problem? They have three to five people, right? 250000 a year. And they have all this money, all this access to money to help these people, right? They do nothing. Nothing. 250000 a year to do nothing. There's two of them, right? Then there's about two, three more that make more than that. They make like $1.5 a year. And nothing gets done. So I think we got to fix our problems here. Like anyone that grows up without a father, like in, in, in Section 8 or whatever, welfare. You grow up with a mother with welfare. You know you know who's going to become your idols? Uh, the people who are respecting the money. The people that grow and everyone respects. You see it. I seen it with my own eyes. So what it was around here, you want to be feared or respected. That's I've said this a million times, but I'll keep saying it. And honestly, if you weren't feared or respected, you are a nobody. You're an average nobody. Like no one was gonna fucking go to bat for you. No unless you stuck up for yourself. And that's why I always used to tell people in prison, listen, if you don't stick up for yourself, we're definitely not sticking up for you. But if you stick up for yourself, then we'll stick up for you. Because then it shows you got balls. You know what I mean? Um, like, you know, if you don't show, if you're not going to fucking stick up for yourself and and you're not a, pe you know, you're a real motherfucker, you're not a pedophile or something or a fucking rapist, you're going to see a paperwork. You know what I mean? No one ever checked my paperwork. You know why? Because they knew what I was in there for. Cops knew. COs used to let me go. They tell me you was a pedophile. They say, you got a half an hour. I go, well, I need 20 minutes, 15 minutes to go boil a shampoo. And they go, what's that for? I go, to scar them for life like they scarred those kids for life. I'm going to scar them and then I'm going to give them a blanket party with five of my boys. So yeah, I go boil shampoo. They let me do it. This is back when there was no cameras and shit. You know what I mean? In the county, right? I go, I go, hey, it's time to wake up, asshole. Wham, right? With fucking uh, boiling shampoo. And then I, I'd give them a fucking, you know, beating, you know, you know. I just don't want to kill him, you know what I mean? Because they would say, don't kill him, you know what I mean? But but hurt him. And I, then I let my other, I go, all right, you guys put the blanket over him and, you know, give it to him more. But just don't kill him, you know what I mean? Hit him, you know, in the legs, in the arms, like really make sure he, you know, he'll never forget it. You know what I mean? And I, yeah, I did that about five times. 
And I think that's what created my luck in life. Huh? Yeah, blanket party. Yeah, you you fucked up. You raped little kids. You scarred them for life. So I'm gonna scar you for life, motherfucker. And this is what the cops would say. Hey, Robbie, I know you hate pedophiles. You wanna this? See. All the COs that were working in the county that I was in, like I'd always get bailed out a month or two later. My mother would always bail me out because she would want me to stop drinking. She'd want me to get sober for like a month or two. And then she'd bail me because she knew how I was, right? So, um, yeah, I always had plenty of can all that, bo- you know, all that shit. I had weed coming over the wall every week on Fridays. But all the cops knew me from the streets. Like it's like all the COs, like at least half of them, at least half of them, they knew they would see me on the streets at a bar. They'd see me somewhere because they always see me before. So it's like if, if they did me wrong, they were going to have to, or anybody that they knew, for that matter. You know what I mean? But these days, I mean, I'm just talking about the teen, my crazy teenage years. That's what it was, Pulse. It was only teenager and in my early 20s. You know, I, I got caught selling blow. You know what I mean? Like, I sold blow from 15 years old to a fucking... 23, 24, in between those years. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, first state bid, I only did fucking, like, 16 months. I got out on parole, and I was off parole in three, four, five months, six months, whatever the fuck it was. So, yeah, like, I, like my parole said, just don't pick up no violent crimes. Because I had armed robberies, fucking assault and batteries with a dangerous weapon, shot foot. Like, I had a lot of them. But a lot of them were dropped because I had a good lawyer who's now a judge, uh, Thank God to her because she actually saved my life. She saved she saved me from doing a lot of time. Like a lot more time than I would have had to do. You know what I mean? She uh she's that good of a lawyer. She had witnesses like if you can't pick them out of the crowd here, oh Kiwi, yeah, look at this, boss. We didn't even start the fix yet, and Kiwi's jumping in. Yeah, let's get Kiwi in there. What's up, my man? Long time no see. Oh, it's all right. No, it's all right, dude. I'm just glad to have you here. Pulse, ask Pulse. I said, hey, listen, Kiwi said he wants to come in, but he, he said he won't make no promises, but I'm sure he'll jump in. He's always welcome. You always know that, Kiwi. Pulse, like, we're all a family. We're all a family. Hey, I told Kiwi, I told Pulse that you said... Uh, Kiwi was so happy when he heard it was Pulse that was doing this. Yeah, fucking right. What's up, Kiwi? How you going, man? All right, all right. Oh, okay. What time is it? What time is it over there? It's 15. What's it, 15 hours, um? 15 hour difference, right? Ahead? Or 16? Yeah, something like, uh, I don't know. I fucked it up anyway. I thought... 12 o'clock, it's 1 o'clock your time now, eh? Uh, it's, it's, uh, 12.56, yeah, it's 12.56, it, it's 12.56, yeah. 12, 12. and it's 11.56 where, uh, Pulse is. He's an hour behind me, Kiwi. So, uh, yeah, Pulse. I saw, I saw the, um, so, Yeah, so he's like 17 hours ahead of you, uh, Ki, Kiwi's 17 hours ahead of you, Texas. Uh, Pulse in Texas, and he's 16 hours ahead of me. Or or is it fifteen and sixteen, Kiwi? Oh, I don't know. Well, what time what time is it there right now? I know it's in the morning there. What time in the morning? I mean, I know it's nighttime there. What time at night? Four o'clock in the 
Oh, it's 4 a.m.? So check it out. Check it out. 12.57. So it's 1 o'clock here. So 1, 1, and 4. So that's that's 12, 13, 14, 15 hours here. So it's 16 hours behind you, uh, Pulse, and 15 hours ahead of me. So it's one hour difference uh, between me and you, Pulse. And so it's 15 hours ahead of me, Pete Kiwi is. He can actually tell us who won already. But the world, the world ain't flat. So, yeah, the world ain't flat. So, for all you flat earthers out there, I'm not saying nothing bad against you. Listen, that's your opinion. You have the right to your opinion. Look at Kiwi. Look at how much. Look how much more advanced we got here. Look, look at this. Look at. I got all the fights. Look, lined up right for us to go through. We don't have to fucking. Oh yeah, bro. Look, look. It even looks like the O2 right there. All right, brother. Where you, you, have to, you started or no? What's that, brother? Have you started? No, we haven't started. No, we were just talking. Like, uh, uh, me and Pulse, Pulse was like uh, asking me some his historic shit about uh, Boston and Massachusetts, you know, in New England. Yeah. But uh, Kiwi, glad to have you back. I love the fucking Joe Rogan look, the fucking the Kojak look, or whatever, whatever you want to go. I'll call it the Kojak look, but everyone considers that like Joe Rogan. But Kiwi is not a skinhead, people. He's just a savage. That's all. Yeah, we got we got we got Black American, we got New Zealand in Australia, we got we got fucking Irish, fucking Sicilian, German here in Boston. We got a fucking great fucking crew here. I fucking love it. We're only missing Jay and Ken. That would be fucking great. And we got some Texas guys that are gonna jump in. I'm gonna and I'm gonna uh give some uh local people some chances too, as long as they stay fucking reliable. Kiwi had surgery, works, has to get up early to do this. That's why I said Kiwi never did nothing wrong here. If anything, he was fucking the the balls. I love working with Kiwi. But post Kiwi. Anytime, Kiwi is always part of this show, people. I just, everyone needs to know that. No, nah, you're, the, you're the man, brother. We are, you know we love you, brother. And uh, Pulse feels the same way, bro. I don't need to speak for Pulse. Pulse can speak for himself, yeah. But he, he, he feels the same way, Kiwi. Go ahead, Pulse, I'm sorry. Kiwi's always been cool with me. Yeah, he likes you. And straight, bro. Damn right, brother. We're all we're all family, bro. We're all we're all uh, camaraderie. For three plus years, we all been watching fights together. You know what I mean? That's uh, yeah, yeah that's friendship. That's French. That's friendship, right? That's friendship. After three years of watching fights together every week, that's friendship. You know? And I know Kiwi's a good friend. He he literally proved he's a good friend to me. You know what I mean? We don't have to get into that, but it's really true. You know, I can honestly say Kiwi is a real friend. So, just so people know out there, real, real. And I know Pulse is a good man. I know that too, for a fact. Hey, Kiwi, how many times? Yeah, Kiwi, how many times did I say, Pulse, you're welcome anytime for a year straight? Didn't I say that? Ken, Jay, like Jay always came in, you know, but I, I offered Pulse, Deacon, fucking uh, Ken. How many times, Kiwi? Yeah, just guys we know we can get along with and everyone would agree to disagree or whatever. You know what I mean? Everyone has their own opinions, but no one's going to fucking 
fucking shit on you for it. You know what I mean? We, everyone has their own opinions. I was telling Paul that the other day. Me and Kiwi, we'll, we'll have like, we'll have totally different picks the whole thing. And then, then we'll like, you know, then we'll agree on like about, you know, half of the picks and we'll disagree on the other half. But Kiwi remembered. That's what Paul said. He goes, Kiwi's so smart. I go, I tell him that too, but Kiwi shits on himself, says he don't know nothing. He remembers everything. You remember everything. You're a MMA fucking brainiac, dude. Dude, you're the real, you're the real, you're the real MMA guru, bro. Trust me. And I, I've been watching it since '93. You're the first guru. You're the first motherfucker I've ever seen. Remember fights that happened ten fights ago. Come on, stop. You fucking know everything about MMA. All right, you guys want to start? Pulse, you want to start this? Everybody, Kiwi. Hey, you know what's good, Pulse? Kiwi. Kiwi knows all their names. So. Since you haven't been here in a while, Kiwi, I'm going to let you do this, brother. I mean, we're going to let you do this, all of us, because you do it very well. There, there you go, brother. It's just glad to have you back. I want you to do this, brother. You want me to do it or you want Post to do it? Uh, no, uh, uh, Post, what, what do you want? Do you guys want to go back? Why don't you guys go back and forth? You do one, he does one. You go back and forth, both of you. Yeah, do that. Yeah, this is a... Yep. Uh, uh, where are we? We're in England. We're at, uh, two O2 years. Arena. Yep. The O2 Arena. First fight. It's a woman's flyweight fight. 125 pounds. Veronica Hardy versus Juliana Miller. Uh, Hardy is four and uh, one and four in her last fight. And Miller is four and one in her last fight. Do you have the uh, Do you have the uh, odds uh, as of today, Kiwi? Because I don't have those. I can I can look them up uh, if you have them. Yeah, okay. Do you no? I can look them up, bro. If you if you re, if you guys are reading off the fights, I'll look up the lines for you. I don't know. Do you see any changes? Miller's um, Masato's been out. Oh, Hardy, she's been out for um, a long time, eh? Yeah, she hasn't been very active. Yeah. Three years. Yeah, she's had some injuries, right? Yeah, you know what? It uh, it's minus four forty now for um, uh, for Miller, and it's um, plus three fifty uh right now for Hardy. I I think it moved up like ten twenty five bucks on each one. That's it. Yeah, Hardy's been out for three years, but um, I'm picking her. I'm picking her to get this win and the comeback. She's a southpaw. She's going to give the orthodox fighter a hard time unless she knows what she's doing. Yeah, anything can happen in MMA. That's why when people say they're experts, I'm like, expert at what? Fucking jerking people off? <laughs> it's true. I mean, we... 
we we know our MMA. We know what's you know probably going to happen, but you never know what's going to happen. Hey, there's like hey Kiwi, there's like ten fighters that are that are making their UFC debuts. There's going to be a lot of upsets in this card. So, uh, who do you like, Kiwi? I'm picking Miller. You got Miller too. So you and Pulse got Miller. What do you? I know you always. I uh, told. I told Pulse this. You always pick crazy fucking round submit. You make these crazy picks, and uh, he's right on about fucking more than half of them. So how do you like? How do you like her winning? A decision or a strangulation? Uh, I'm pick it by submission. Submission. Wow, yeah. you know what? A lot, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people in topology like that pick too, bro. Um, I don't know about this one, but all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, Miller two on a decision. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Miller two on a decision. You guys, um, we all get the same pick on this one. So now we go to the second one. Um. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah, he had the same picks we had. He, 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 uh, he picked first. You took, you took, uh, you took Miller, or do you take Hardy? Uh, Pulse. Pulse. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, I'm sure he said. I'm sure he said he took um Hardy on the on the return. Did did he? Oh, there he is, Pulse. You there? Okay, yeah. Who'd you take, Hardy? All right, yeah. So, so Kiwi was. See what I mean? Kiwi's on fucking point. All right. Is the second fight? So Klein, Klein's minus 190 as of today on ESPN Plus. I don't know what it is in Vegas, so I th- I know it's pretty close. Uh, and plus 160 for Herbert. So it, it changed a little bit. Yeah, plus 165 I got for Herbert here. Yeah, it's weird. Like Australia will have a little bit different than Vegas. It'll be like $5, $10 off sometimes. And ESPN Plus will be a little bit off. Or they'll be like right on. Who do you like, Pulse? I'm picking the underdog, Herbert, for the upset. You like Herbert? Oh, boy. I I like... Uh, who do you like, uh, Kiwi? I'm a little bit fine, but I, I get what Pulse is saying there because uh, he's been training with Rocky and he's going to be in front of his home crowd. Yeah, That's just, true. I just... You know, a little bit fine, that left, left, left head kick. You can't ever... Uh, just... You know. Yeah, Kiwi can never let it go. I, I'm stubborn like that, too. I, I get it, Kiwi. I get it. You know, just very dangerous, man. I yeah. I can see it decision, but um, I think I'll pick Klein by KO. Yeah, I got Klein, too, in this one. I think Klein's just too dangerous. But but here's the, here's the thing, guys. 
like either guy is a good pick. It really is. Like this this card, either either fight is gonna be a good pick. I got uh I got Klein by uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh knockout. I'm just uh, I'm gonna KO uh uh second round. Or no, I'm gonna go third round. Klein uh Klein third round. Uh Jai Herbert, you have him as what pulse? Uh uh, third round knockout. Third round KO. And what do you got, Kiwi? Uh, Herbert. Well, if what ends in the third might be the fit, eh? You got Klein and what? Yeah, I'll go probably round two. Two? Second round? Round two KO. Okay. All right, so. Klein's got quite a few submissions, eh? No one seems to be fit, like even entertaining it. Yeah, this is this is a this is, gonna, this is a closer fight than the fucking odd show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think you could go. I could, I could definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh I don't yeah. think like either pick is a bad pick, honestly. Nah. Okay. Yeah, we, we got those. Just switch whatever you guys want to do, switch it up. It doesn't matter. Like uh, it doesn't matter you know, you guys doesn't matter. You guys want to do two a piece, two a piece, two a piece, whatever you want to do. Or you want to do the prelims and, and have uh, Pulse do the main? Whatever. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. That sounds good to you, Pulse? Uh, Pulse. As long as it's all right, yeah. We got we to gotta make sure it's cool. We're, yeah, we got to make sure it's cool. Okay, and the next fight we'll do is uh, preliminary. On the prelims is a woman's lightweight fight, 125 pounds. We've got Joanna Wood. Joanne Wood versus Luana Carolina. Uh, Joanne Wood wow. is 15 and 8. She has one win and four losses in her last five. Uh, old Dread Carolina is 8 and 3. She has three wins and two losses in her last five. This is going to be an interesting fight to see how far Joanne Wood has fallen compared to how much Carolina has risen. Minus 170. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, uh, Kiwi. Uh, minus 170 for Wood. And plus 145 for Carolina. Yeah, strange fight, eh? Like, strange odds. Joanne Wood, she's called the better competition compared to Carolina. Like, if you think about, like, what she lose to Santos and the, the new champ in her last... Grasso, Sa- Grasso Santos, yeah. Murphy, I, Maya, Lee... Kukujian, Lipsky, yeah, Cavallo, Andrade, she's fought a lot of fucking people. A lot of good, high talent. You're right. A lot of better fights. I mean, Carolina beat um, Lucy, but Lucy was up and waiting, you know. She lost to McCann last, she lost to McCann in March of 2022. And, uh, yeah, she lost to Lipsky. That was a mission. That was what? Yeah, I did. Was it? Was that the meatball uh, Volkov uh, Aspinall card? Yeah, that was the, that was Molly Meatball. Yeah, that was. Hey, she was doing good that fight. She was doing good that fight until that happened. Yeah, I yeah, I I remember. You know what? She ran out of gas. It seems like she ran out of cardio. She ran into an elbow. Yeah, she did run into a fucking a vicious spinning elbow. That was fucking textbook. All right, who you guys got? 
think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with Carolina. Yeah. She, she's a tough. She's a tough kid. She got a four, four and a half inch reach. Just to let people know, or oh, three and a half inch. Yeah, three and a half. I remember Joanne Wood from. I remember Joanne Wood from the show, from when they had the um, from when they had the women's flyweight on on uh, the Contender series. She was supposed to be a top prospect, but she never kind of, never kind of worked out. So, I'm not soured on her. She ain't no Bo Nickel, huh? <laughs> She ain't no bow nickel, no. fucking. She ain't no. She's a hype job. I, I, I still think she's a tough girl though. Like, uh, what? I think both of them are very tough. I think the uh, Kiwi and me and Pulse have been talking about this. The lines have been really weird lately. It's like with Vegas lines have been weird, like off. So they're getting it right, you know. Like our my reads have been wrong. I've been backing it. So a lot of favorites been winning this year. No, you're right. You're right, you're right, Kiwi. Who do you like, Kiwi? Uh, I'm going to stick with Joanne Wood just because of her, the depth of competition she's faced. I just, I know she's fallen off, but I don't think she's fallen past Carolina's ceiling at the moment. I can understand that. I'm going to give Carolina one more chance, and if she fucking loses and fucking uh, makes it, makes, I usually, Kiwi knows, I don't usually do this. If someone fucking loses, I don't have faith in them. And it's not even one loss. Usually, I'll, if, if they go back and do better and learn from that loss, which legacy fighters do, Carolina, Carolina, sweet Carolina. Carolina, you better win this fight there, all right? I, I, I'm thinking underdog city here, people, live dog. All right, so this is... The wildness of Savage Ink picks. That's why we call it Savage Ink. I honestly think you guys might be onto something because I haven't picked the Carolina fight correct ever, I don't think. So you could be very well be onto something there. Yeah, but you could you could be onto it too, bro. Hey, look at this guy's pro look at this guy's profile picture, uh, Kiwi. Fucking Nate D he's in the he's in the Nate Diaz army. The Nick Diaz army. Oh, he's got oh, his, window, he's got his middle Lost fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And Malcolm Gordon missed weight, people. Everyone that misses weight, they're, they're winning these days. It's oh, like, he? yeah, he missed weight today. Four pounds. Four pounds? Yep. Oh, God. Ah, the only one. Only one, yeah, but it, it's like everyone that misses, everyone that misses weights win, wins. Well, how, do you know when he landed in the UK? Was it, has he just arrived? Um, is that why? I, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know if it was uh early replacement. I have no idea. But I listen. You signed that contract. You know, you you know, you, you know, you gotta be in fucking shape for this shit. I. You're a professional fighter. Stop going and shoving fucking food in your mouth right when you get done with a fight. Take a week off at the most and get right back into the fucking gym. Uh, yeah, I think it's water, isn't it? What's that, bro? <clears throat> All right, this next fight. I think it's water, isn't it? The, the, the weight. Um, 
Yeah, he, yeah, he was he's on in 29. It's not like he missed by a lot, but four pounds, I guess, is a lot. You know what I mean? I guess. You know, I've seen people miss well, by a lot. 125 pounds is a good percentage. Yeah, 125 pounds, yeah. I'm sorry, flyweight. Well, the next fight, the one we're talking about is uh, a men's flyweight fight, 125 pounds. It's Jake Hadley versus Malcolm Gordon. Um, Jake Hadley is 9-1. He's four wins and one loss in his last five. Um, the Malcolm Gordon, uh, yeah, Malcolm Gordon is 14-6. and six. He's two wins and three losses in his last five. That um, loss on Hadley's career was his debut, I do believe, against Nascimento. Is that right? Uh, I'll tell you right now, brother. Uh, his first yeah. loss, yeah, it was his uh, first UFC. He, he had a win on uh, Dana White's Contender Series. Then he lost a unanimous decision to uh, Alan Nassermento. Mento. And then he beat, he submitted Carlos yeah. Candelario, Candelario, or whatever. Uh, I, Candelario. Yeah. Candelario. Uh, submission, uh, November 5th, 2022, so... About six, eight months ago, whatever, a little less. Uh check hey guys, check this out. This line this line changed a lot. It's plus three ten right now for Gordon, minus four hundred for Hadley. Just to let you guys know, so you can see how much it changed. Yeah, I I picked Jake Hadley in this. Even though Malcolm Gordon could win this fight, you know, he did fight really well against They've been fighting a lot. They've been arguing. They've been talking shit with each other, like more than anybody. This is a personal fight. Yeah, this. Yeah, Camaro and Edwards. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think this is a lot. Uh, go, they're having Twitter beefs and shit. I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Hadley by decision. I just hope he can keep. Um, Gordon off his back. He doesn't want to go to the ground with Gordon. Yeah, no, he That's don't. The way I see it. No, he don't. That's a good pick. I like that pick too. Who do you like, Pulse brother? I agree with Kiwi. I'm gonna go Hadley by decision. I do too. And here's the thing: I never ever pick a fighter that fucking uh that that you know misses weight. But then I started picking fighters that misses weight, miss weight this year, and they all lost. I'm like, last year they all won. Now this year they're fucking, they're falling in the fucking suit. If you don't have the discipline to fucking make that weight, I don't know how the fuck you're going to win the fight. And size don't mean shit, in my opinion. I'm sorry. I, I know a lot of people believe that shit, but it's really not. But I'm going to take Hadley, too. I like Hadley, and he's a southpaw Hadley, so... Uh, you know, Gordon can switch it up, but I like Hadley too. I like Hadley and um, uh, I, I, maybe I'm gonna go with a submission and uh, no, I'm not gonna go with a submission. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with a submission. Submission first round. Nice and dry. All right, next fight uh, break down the prelims is uh, men's middleweight fight, 185 pounds. We got Christian Leroy Duncan. Versus Dusko to draw to door of it. Um, Duncan is seven and zero. He's five and zero in his last five. And to door of it is twelve and three. And he has two wins and three losses in his last five. 
And the the lines have changed. The lines have changed. I'm sorry, Kiwi. The lines have changed. Plus one forty five, uh, one one eighty five for Dusko, and uh, minus two twenty five for more uh, fluff force like Bruce Leroy. Yeah, I like I like Duncan here. I'm gonna go with the Cage Warriors champion, right? Cage Warriors champ. Wasn't he a champion, Cage Warriors? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think he's got quite a... Uh, I know he's only got seven uh, professional fights, but I think he's got... I'm looking at... He's got a huge... Um, oh, yeah. Furniture. You're right, bro. Huge. Yeah, he's got a... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight yeah, wins in Cage Warriors, and he won the last two wins with the belts. Yeah. And he had that last fight was cancelled because of a car accident. Yeah. That's right. That's right. There's a couple couple people that cheated death like myself on this card. A couple people cheated death. Yeah, his uh, opponent had the character. Um, and then he went to the UFC. I think that's right. Is that another guy? That's right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him by knockout in the first round. I just don't like how Dvorovich leans back when he's uh, pursued, you know. Yeah, he keeps his head up in the air a lot. You're right. Yeah, I, I think um, Duncan will catch him. Who, who do you like, Pulse? Um, I'm actually picking Dusko. Dusko for uh, the win here. I like Dusko too. Yeah. Live, live underdog, huh? Yeah. Siberia. Yeah. Got that um, the more experience in the UFC cage under the big lights, I can see that happening. He does. Yeah, he's got, he's got some uh, he's got some losses lately. He lost the Robocop. He lost the um. That's right. The Njokuwani, the guy Njokuwani, but I think he's gonna bounce back here. I, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Cheaty, he lost the Cheaty, lost uh, Rodriguez and Soriano, but he he beat uh, Patolo and uh, Jordan Wright. In his last fight. You're gonna lose to those guys, right? They're, they're good fighters. Yeah. There's no shame in those. Losses. Oh, oh, no, no shame at all in those. Like you're right. Like that, that's what people gotta understand. These losses ain't the t- tomato cans. They're, you know, very good fighters. Even Robocop got knocked out his last fight. or got strength. I forget what out. He got fucking made it look easy. The guy made it look easy. Yeah. I'm I'm so used to watching so many fights. I thought, you know what I mean. I gotta go back and think, but I I got it right in front of my face though. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Duncan. I feel like this guy is something special. I really believe this guy has something. We'll see, because Cage Warriors do bring over some good fighters in the UFC. A lot of them have, have been successful over here. So you know, I like that English Irish fucking. Uh, promotion over there and uh, a lot of tough kids fight over there and uh it's kind of like you know northeast fucking dakistan fucking certain parts is just tough people like new zealand australia like there's just certain places you know what i mean uh, and there's nothing i'm not saying nothing about this guy i like this guy i like dusko i think both picks are good picks but a lot of the money's coming on uh leroy with more fluff force than bruce leroy i hope for this card 
Uh, so I'm going to take uh, Duncan. I'm going to go Duncan uh, KO round two. No, I'm going to go round one. I think he's going to want to make a fucking... Uh, I think he's going to want to put on a show here. And show he's the real deal. So, yeah. Round one KO. So, you guys both have... Uh, no, uh, all right. Pulse took Dusko. You took Leroy. Duncan, you took Duncan Kiwi. I took Duncan, yeah. right? Okay. Everyone got their yeah. picks in, right? That's right. Okay. Yep. All right. This next fight uh, on the prelims is the men's featherweight fight at 145 pounds. We've got Lorraine Murphy versus Gabriel Santos. Murphy is 11 and 1. Oh, no, he's 11 and 0 with one split decision draw. Uh, I think that was his debut against two jobs, yeah. Split decision draw, yep. And uh, Santos is 10 and 0, perfect record, 5 and 0 in his last five. Uh, got some odds there for us, Grant. Uh, minus one, they didn't have a line on this at the beginning of the week. Minus 175 for uh, Murphy and plus 150 for Santos. Uh, just to let everyone know, both are undefeated. 11-0-1 and 10-0. So, someone's going to get a fucking, not going to have a zero tomorrow. On their record anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning, um. Gabriel's, uh, not Gabriel Sanders. I'm leaving Lorraine Murphy here. I, I, I just don't. As we were just talking about, actually, that um, guy who beat Robocop was late um, minute replacement and did fly from Brazil to get that power, but I don't think that's going to happen here. I don't like how he's travelling all the way to England. Um, I think he might, you know, it seems to be what's happening lately with the Brazilian. Like, uh, I agree. Travel. It hasn't really been doing them very many favors. No. So I'm going to lean Murphy. Hometown advantage. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that, Kiwi. They've been playing people dirty, but I think they might offer him a little incentive, like on the side that we don't know, no one knows about. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? So he probably got taken care of, you know, but who, who are you leaning towards, uh, Pulse? You got Murphy too? Yeah, decision. You got decision? You know what? I like Murphy too, but I do like Santos. I was leaning Santos all week, but I seen um, Murphy at the weigh-ins this morning. I seen Bisping and uh, the other two guys from BT Sports talking to him, and he seems ready. So I actually like uh, Murphy, and didn't Murphy cheat death too twice? He got shot in the face. Yeah, he got shot in the face. Yeah, twice. You're right. And and then he got a car accident, a coma. He was in a coma, too. Yeah, when someone cheats death like that two times, they're meant to be here for some reason, you know? Yeah, I got Murphy, too. I got Murphy, too, in this fight. He's got a two and a half. Uh, he's got a two. He's got a two-inch reach. Yeah, two inch reach. I like All Murphy. Right. I like Murphy in a KO. Right. I'm gonna say a oh, featherweight 145. I'm gonna say a decision. I'm gonna yeah, say. I think I'll get a decision as well. We all got exactly the same pick on that one. Right? Yeah, we all got the same exact pick on that. I like that. Pulse, you got decision, right? Yeah, Murphy got decision. 
Yeah, Murphy, I like that pick. Uh, me and uh, Kiwi got that same exact pick, so we're all pretty much on the same picks here. Oh, shit. All right, so this, this, this one's going to be interesting. This is pie weight. 125 pounds, Muhammad Mikhaev versus, what's that? Hefel? Philo. 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 Yeah, Philio. Oh, yeah, I think Philo. I think it's pronounced Philo. It isn't. It's not Philio. It's not Philio. I think it's. I think it's Philo. It might. It might be. It might be Philo. Philo. Yeah, if we're getting your name wrong, if we're getting your name wrong, Philo, I'm. We're very sorry. We're not doing it on purpose. Muhammad Makayev is 8 0 in his professional career. He's got an extensive uh, amateur career. Undefeated. Um, 9 0. He does have that one draw. Oh, was it? No, it was a no contest, was it? No, that was, uh, that was Murphy. Yeah, Murphy had the draw. I don't know. Let me look. I'll look. Oh, yeah, he does have a draw. No, you're right. He does. He has a no contest for us. Uh, Inbring Graham uh, Navarazov, June 4, 2021. Yeah, Brave CF51. Right. Yep, no contest. You're right. See, Kiwi says he don't know. See, hey, Pauls, Kiwi says he don't know. He don't know. He See what I mean? No, Paul. Paul said. Paul said the same thing. He knows a lot about fucking MMA. I go, yeah. He always shits on himself, though. I don't get it. But oh, yeah. I don't know much about this Fio, though. Uh, you, you know. Where's he been fighting? Oh, he fought the Contender Series. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, he had a he had a KO TKO in the third round of Robert Echevarria. Uh, September 20th of last year, and he was fighting out of Shudo Brazil. Um, yeah, Shudo Brazil. And then, yeah, Shudo Brazil, uh, and a lot of, and a few other, uh, obscure, you know, Brazilian fucking promotions, but a lot of submissions, a lot of KOs, uh, maybe two to, two decisions I see here. That's it. Uh, two losses, two losses. Yeah, this is uh, this is the uh, this is the uh, early. This is the uh, first fight of the prelims. We just did the early prelims. This is the first fight of the prelims, so it gets a little bit, you know, better and fucking, so they the matchmakers think, you know. So plus, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, plus six hundred for Philo and minus nine hundred for uh, Mokayev, Mokayev. Um, yeah, so it, so the money, the money is coming in on, uh, the, uh, Mokayev. Well, he's got a worldwide ranking, Kiwi and Pulse, and F me, me and, uh, Pulse talk about this week, week, uh, Philo, uh, is only ranked 17th in Brazil, which is pretty damn good. If you're ranked in the top 25 in Brazil, you're doing good. So, but he's not a worldwide ranked fighter. But don't let that fool you because, you know, he could be a live dog. This kid. 
I like Mokayev. I gotta admit, I like Mokayev in this. Yeah, I'll take Mokayev. Of course, I'm not. You know, I think I picked favorite every fight this card so far. But uh, yeah, but this might a, Kiwi. This might be a live dog, bro. Fight. Plus six hundred. Oh shit! You got plus eight hundred in fucking Aussie. Oh my god, or on ya? Patterson versus Yanal As Ashmoz. Ashmoz. Yanal Ashmoz. Ashmoz. Yep. He, um, Sam Patterson is ten one and one. He's five and zero oh in his last five. And Ashmoz is six and zero. Oh. He is five and zero oh in his last five. Yeah, uh, Ash Ashmoz is uh, plus two thirty here and minus two eighty for Patterson. Uh, both got uh, well, Patterson got one loss and one draw, and uh, six and zero oh for the Israeli Ashmoz. Who you guys? Who you guys like? I don't know anything about either of these two guys. So I'm That's right. Taking a shot in the dark. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Ashmoz. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think you go. I don't think you can go, go wrong with either pick. Yeah, who you like, uh, Kiwi? Uh, I'm gonna pick Patterson. Uh, um, I just don't like. I'm just more fading the Israeli MMA thing. Well, you know, you know what? They haven't given us a really big reason to fucking you know give them any shine or any props. Well, well other than Jesus me. being in Jerusalem, obviously. Uh, you know, God bless. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day to you guys. I'm sorry. Hey, well, what the fuck? Are, the horrible fucking man is on me. Happy St. Patrick's Day to both of you, bro. Happy St. Patty's Day to everyone out there. Right uh, on. I'm taking Patterson, too. I, I think Patterson is special. I think he, he's just, uh, like Kiwi said, I was I already knew I had picked in this fight. It's not that I don't like Ash, uh, Ashmoth. I do like Israel people. I like Israel. I like Jewish people. I have Jewish friends. Uh, but Patterson got fucking some hands on him. And uh, I just, it's going to be a close fight. There's no runaway uh, train here. But the odds should be a little bit closer. But it, it's probably evens out about right. I like Patterson in a in a knockout. Uh, or, or a submission. I'm, I'm just going to go with a... Um, I'm going to go with a KO in the uh, third round. Okay. You guys, you, did you guys give your um, your uh, your ways of uh, winning? Uh, I'll go submission. I'll go submission round one for Patterson. What do you got, Pulse? I'll go decision for Ash. I'll go decision for Ashmoff. Ashmoff? Mars? I like that pick. Uh, I like that pick, Pulse. I'm just being honest because I was swinging both ways too. I really was. Okay, Pre preliminary. Uh, yeah, All right. right, last fight in the prelims. No, we got one more on the prelims after this. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Jake Paul versus Jake Paul. Jack Shaw, Jack Shaw is the last one on the prelims. No, this one's Duncan and uh, Morales, right? And then it goes to the main card. There's uh, three, uh, five fights on the main card. Ten on the prelims. Yeah, got it. Okay, uh, next fight on the prelims is uh, men's lightweight fight, 155 pounds. We got Chris Duncan versus Omar Morales. 
Uh, Duncan is nine and one. He has four wins and one loss in his last five. And Morales is eleven and three. He has two wins and three losses in his last five. Minus one ten for both of them. It was it was really close at the beginning of the week. Now it's minus one ten. It's like even picks. Nine and one versus eleven and three. I mean, this is a tough fight to pick. What do you guys think? Omar Morales, probably by second round submission. I just think he's going to be, he's a bit of a bit slower fighter than Duncan. Duncan puts a pace on him, Duncan could beat him, but I th think Morales is just going to be a little bit, got a bit better experience and could be a bit better on the ground. Morales got a, a one and a half re reach advantage too, just to let people know. Wingspan, because now people are saying it's not just reach with your arms, it's their wingspan too, but they're actually correct though. Uh, who do you like? Uh, Big Pulse from Texas, H-Town, the fifth ward, Posse. I'll pick, uh, I'll pick Morales by sub. Wow, you guys both got Morales, huh? I, I like those picks. I'm gonna go Duncan. Just to fuck up the pot. <laughs> Just to fuck up the pot. I, hey, I'm not betting no money, but I'm going to tell you who I am going for here. I know it's non-biased, but Jack Shaw, he's a gentleman. I got a kid I know that he's friends with on uh, IG. Always oh, very polite, very fucking uh, class act. I like Jack Shaw. I think he's at the right weight division right now. Uh, one more, Kiwi, and then uh, Pulse, you finish off the last five. Okay. Uh, the preliminary card, last one. On the last fight, um, yep, on the prelims. Fight, 145 pounds. Uh, Jack Shaw versus Mark Van Americani. Shaw is 16 and one. He has four wins and one loss in his last five. And Americani is 17 and eight. He has one win and four losses in his last five. You guys like Americani, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I know you guys do. I can tell. I can sense it. Well, I like Jack. I like Jack Shaw. I'll just get my pick right now. Jack Shaw. Um, my, I'm sorry. Minus 500 for Jack Shaw. Plus 380 for Americani. Um, the money came. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, people. Uh, it, yeah, the money uh, basically stayed the same. Yeah, it stayed the same. Yeah, I got Jack. I got Jack Shore, and uh, I think it's gonna be a really close fight. I think it's gonna be a war. I'm gonna go with a decision win for Jack Shore. Yeah, I'm, I've got a, a bet on Macquan Americani to win by submission in round one at plus twenty two hundred. Wow! Uh, I hope you actually win that fucking fucking bet, uh, Kiwi. Uh, do you have similar posts? Wow, both of you guys think it's early, huh? Wow. I like it. I like the, the first half of the second round, right, Pulse? Because he's only got about seven and a half minutes of gas. Oh, yeah, he's a front He's a front runner. That's right. He's explosive that first round and a half. You're right. I just said fight against Simone, you know? That's true. Is Mark One still out of SBG? Oh. Uh, I'll look right now, brother. Let me see. Uh, yeah, SP, yeah, SPG Island, it says. I don't know if, if 
Uh, do you have anything different, uh, Ki Kiwi? Yeah, Jonathan Pierce, he lost. Uh, typology picture is not fun. Come on, man. Jonathan Pierce. His profile picture. Oh, what do they got, Chuck Norris? No, no, Macklin Americani's um, profile picture. Click on his name and have a look at his profile picture. It's the best fucking. Um, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't because of the audio uh, interface. I so I'm looking on my iPad. I don't have uh, Tapology on my iPad. Oh, yeah. I only got it on my phone and my uh, oh, thing, so I can't leave the uh, computer check either. Yeah, I will. I will check, check that out. I will check it out. I will check. I will check. Sitting on a sofa with about half a dozen blonde women fucking all over. Oh, gee, he's trying to be a Colby Covington now, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, do you think Colby is? Hey, think no. that? Hey, you think Colby Covington's on the federal protection there over in England? Uh, you think well, listen. Well, he three, he three piece, Masvidal three piece and assaulted fucking Edwards over there, right? Was trying to steal a shine after he knocked yeah. out fucking. Uh, so, uh, Masvidal was probably banned from there because he didn't get arrested. So, just for him to get out of there without being in cuffs was a fucking miracle, right? And Edwards probably said, I ain't ratting on him anyway. I ain't pressing charges. So, for him to go back there, they're not going to allow him to go back to it. So, Colby probably figures, this is the safest place I can be. Colby, Colby, you're a snitch. You're a fucking stool pigeon. Yeah, yeah, you say any fucking, on site, on site, while well, Masvidal actually has that mindset, on site. Yeah, yeah, that pissed me off. But you know, like this Jack Shaw, he did good against Ricky Simone in that last loss, and Mark One's only, or I think, only key to victory is Anaconda choke in the first round, that's why I just, when I waited for those odds to drop yesterday, and I saw them, and I was like, you're gonna give me twenty-three to one. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. Well, here's the thing too. Jack Shaw's moving up in, to a weight class, so this could be a really good thing for him, or it could be a really bad thing for him. I don't know. I know that guy. I know Jack Shaw's got the heart of a fucking lion. He will not give up on himself. You know what I mean? But uh, Americani. Americani is a fucking very high level fucking mixed martial artist. I don't care what the line says. And, and not only that, it's a good pick for anybody that's betting, like, you know, short money to make a lot of money. Like, anything could happen. Uh, Paul, so you, you really like this? Uh, what, what do you got, second round and Kiwi's got first round, right? Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got first round sub, I got second round TKO. I like both those picks, but uh, I got to go with my man Jack Shaw. Americani, I like you as a fighter. I'm... <laughs> It's not that I and Kiwi knows this about me. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure Pulse knows this about me. I would say this right to you. I'm not a fanboy. I'm actually a grown man, heavyweight. So for you little featherweights, snap. So, yeah, like I'm not. I respect both of you. I respect both of you a lot. Jack Shaw, I really like to see you do well tonight. But I would like to see Kiwi hit that bet and Pulse if they got bets tonight. I would love to see them win that underdog money. I really would. All right, uh, Pulse, let's let's do this main card, bro. Because look at look at who's up.
Kiwi, outstanding fucking job as usual, bro. So for the main card, we got middleweight bout Marvin Vittori versus Roman Delize. Um, I'm going to pick Delize by TKO in the third. And it's minus uh, 280, minus 280 for Vittori, plus 230 for uh, Delize. So it went up like 10 bucks, 5 bucks. Uh, I don't know what it changed with you, uh, Kiwi. I have no idea. Who do you like, Kiwi? I'm leaning Delice as well. Um, I really want to pick him by KO. Uh, fucking Vittori's got a fucking head like a brick, eh? You know? He does. Delice, it's hard, so I think Pulse might be onto something. I think uh, Pulse is. Oh, man. Can Delice out decision Vittori? I'm not sure. So I'll probably have to lean Delice by KO. Yeah, yeah he's... Maybe. No, go yeah, ahead. No, go ahead, Kiwi. Yeah, round two. I'll pick round two. Both has got round two. Round, I, I got Delete A, too. Uh, I got, I got round I got round two, too. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go round one. And Vittori, yeah. Vittori, yeah. Vittori, you're a great fighter. You're definitely a great mixed martial artist. Like I say this all the time, all the fucking Italians and Irish with balls came to America fucking in the 30s and 40s. So... I'm just being honest. That's my honest opinion. And I would say that right to you, Marvin. And I'm not saying you're a bad fighter, but you've had plenty of times to fucking show this levels of this shit, and you didn't do it. So that's why you like that pasta from Mama too much and Mama Mia, all that stuff. So Delice is a, is a hungry fucking savage. And I believe Delice is more of a savage. And I got 25% uh, Sicilian and I grew up in a fucking Italian-Irish neighborhood. I'm going against my own fucking people. How's that? Delice, round one KO. Or TKO, whatever. I think that changes Saturday, tomorrow night. I think Delice, I think he's a, he's a real... Real contender in middleweight. I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. Roman Bellispus is a fucking killer. <laughs> he is. He had, Do you know he owns a bakery and he makes weight? He don't have no problem making weight and he fucking owns a bakery. No, Kiwi, Kiwi calls him by his girl's name. Ah, I know. Kiwi's a fucking riot, bro. He, oh, man. He's a riot. He stole her. Oh shit! Oh shit, dude! I caught I caught it at the end. I started laughing to myself, but Kiwi Kiwi is such a fucking cute prick. Like especially, uh, what is it at nighttime there? That's when he's the funniest, man. Oh my god, I, my stomach actually hurts sometimes. Well, you know, when you say cunt and shit, I'm like, I love this fucker. I love this. I love it. Fucking Roberto. Roberto sent me a video the other day of his cat. You know, Roberto and Andy? Yeah, yeah. He sent me a video of his cat, and his cat, and he says, Hey, hey, cat, hey, cat, say hello to Kiwi. Say hello to Kiwi. And his cat goes, cunt. And my kids are going, what? Wait, because I'll show my kids. Oh. Why does Roberto say cunt? I know. It's like, eh, beep, 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 beep. 
I don't know. He's been hanging around with you too much. Now this is this is, Kiwi is not being rude. That's just the way they 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 say like like cunt is like fuck or like a fuckhead or a shithead in Ze- New Zealand Australia. That's what that means. That's the metaphor for it. Well, if we called if we called a woman a cunt like here, you get slapped in the face. I got you know what I call him. I see you next Tuesday. Use the uh, acu- acronym. Be a little bit slick about it, you know, a cute prick, you know what I mean? Alright. All right, so the, the next one we've got uh women's women's flyweight. We got Jennifer Meyer versus Casey O'Neill. On my prediction vid, I picked Meyer, but I, I think I'm switching it up to Casey O'Neill. You switching it up, Pulse? Yeah. I'm going Casey O'Neill by decision. What do you I like that pick. That's a good pick. I mean, that's, let's face it, that's probably 80% accurate right there. That's a, that's good odds right there. What do you think, uh, Kiwi? I'm leaning um, Jennifer Meyer here. I think she might be able to. Uh, I didn't like, I've, I've always picked Danielle. I think she, she she looks pretty good. Oh, she yeah, Kiwi. Kiwi, minus uh, 175 and plus uh, for O'Neill, uh, plus 150 for my, um, Pulse and Kiwi, I'm sorry. That was my bad. Didn't look that good against Modafiri. And I think um, I was just going to have the bit better. Uh, has the better. It's for the better competition. She's got yeah. more experience. She has. Um, she does. Anil's coming off that knee surgery. So I'm just a bit worried about how that's going to play out. But she's at home. You know, even though she's an Aussie girl. Comes from Scotland originally. Yeah, she does. And she was uh, yeah. I mean, she was she was uh, she yeah. was she trained in Australia and was raised in Australia, I guess, or trained in Australia or something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's to go I like O'Neill, people. I like O'Neill. Uh, uh, she got a five-inch reach advantage. I know she's got. I know Maya's fought the the who's who. In in uh, in the flyweight division, but Casey O'Neill looked good in uh, on the scale this morning, and uh, I gotta watch the stare-downs later. But if there's any change in picks from anyone in this panel here, in this uh, brotherhood here we have, I will come on early tomorrow before the fights and tell you guys if I have changed. I didn't do it last week, but uh, the the week prior, I mean. But I will always come in and give you guys. An update if people change their picks. Yeah, I got Casey O'Neill. I'm going to go with a... Uh, she's minus 175. I'm going to go... She's a favorite for a reason. Um, plus 150 for Maya. I think Maya's doing this for a paycheck. She's a tough woman. And she, she definitely fought the better competition. But I like O'Neill. Um, I don't know. I just... I there's That 9-0 and oh and the minus 175. I, I, I just like... I, and I like the reach advantage. The 5-inch uh, reach advantage. Uh, yeah, is it 5-inch? Yeah, 5-inch reach advantage. Can't teach reach either, though. But if you can teach them how to use it, they can be dangerous. All right, we got three fights left. Okay, the next one is a welterweight bout. 
between Gunny Nelson and uh, Brian Barberina, and I'm going to pick Barberina by decision. Barberina's plus one, uh, 290 and minus 370 for Gunnar Nelson. Uh, I don't know if that changed. Yeah, it did change. So the money's coming in on uh, Gunnar Nelson, I guess. Oh, hold on. What the fuck? Yeah, a lot of, oh, a shit. Lot of picking oh, I'm sorry. No, uh, no, I think everyone's taking Barberina. The, the money's going down a little bit. No. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. They're going up. Uh, the money's coming in on uh, Gunnar Nelson, right, Pulse? Well, I think a lot of people are uh, picking him to outgrapple Barbarina, but I, I think Barbarina's prepared for that. And uh, No, I think he is, Gunner too. Nelson, it's been a year since he fought. No, you're right. I, I agree. It's been a year since he fought, and, and Barbarina's been more active, so I'm picking him by decision. What do you? Who do you like, Kiwi? Because you, I love, I love when you guys pick because then it, it gives me. I, I kind of have an idea before you guys are picking, but I just like to hear what you guys say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean Nelson on this one. Uh, I just think, he, as Pulse has already uh, said, I'm, I'm picking him to out grapple uh, Barbarina, uh, put him in maybe submission round two. I don't know. I don't, Barbarina, I won't get Barbarina fights wrong, so maybe it'll cost. Well, what country is Gunnar Nelson from? Uh, ISL. I know geography really good. Where is that? Iceland. Reykjavik, Iceland. Oh, Iceland? Holy yeah. shit. What the fuck does he do up there? I think he trains out of SBG, though. I think he's still with them. Uh, team uh, M-J-O-L-I-N-I-R. M-Joliner? M-Joliner? I never even heard of that team. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's in a different... He must be in a different uh, fight camp now, uh, uh, Pulse. But Gunnar, okay. yeah, Gunnar Nelson's a tough kid. So is Bob. They're both. This is a good fight. Uh, I, I'm kind of leaning. Uh, I'm kind of leaning uh, Gunnar Nelson, but I was all week. But Bob Arena has been working on his wrestling. Has uh, he has a little girl? Lets his girl paint his nails. Uh, not because. Because it's his little girl. Daddy's little girl. I understand. I have a daughter. I never let her paint my nails because she never asked me. And I, she probably knew I, I would say no anyways. But I think she did paint one of my nails one time or something. I understand that. You're going to want to go fight for your daughter. And uh, Kiwi has, daughter, has two daughters, right? So it's hard. It's hard to go against a guy fighting for his daughter and his kids. I'm going to go with the underdog city. Plus uh, 290, uh, Barbarina. I'm going to go with a knockout. Because, I, like I said, Barbarina is going to win by a knockout. And if he goes down to the ground, he will get back up. But Gunnar Nelson can take him to the ground and smash the shit out of him. Or lay and pray. We don't know. We don't know yet till tomorrow. But either pick is a good pick. Either pick. Yeah, very close. Yeah, close fight. Very close. Very close to beating um... Uh, Barbarina by decision, Pulse. So that's a good pick. 
I like, I like the odds on it. Yeah, I, li I like that I pick, too. Could, could be. Yeah, you know what? We all know underdogs hit all the time. Like, we all know that. Um, but Gunnar Nelson is a really good pick. Like, it, you can't go wrong with either pick. Uh, Gunnar Nelson, I think he's a little bit more of a mixed martial artist, a little bit in everything. He's, he's really good, you know, on the ground. But I think Barberina's put in the work. I think he's been evolving. And, uh, you know, we'll see. This this fight will tell us. You know what I mean? Uh, he's got a half-inch reach advantage, Barberina. Uh, just letting you guys know. Now we got the co-main in the main event. Da-da-da! Okay, so in this co-main, we've got a lightweight belt. Between Justin Gaethje and Rafael Fiziev, or Fiziev, I can't, I think it's Fiziev. Fiziev Fiz, or Fiziev, yeah, he, he goes by both, he, he doesn't mind. He said both of them are fine. Okay, I think this is going to be the fight of the night. I think this is a real banger right here, oh, but yeah. I'm going to pick Fiziev. I think Fiziev has what it takes to, oh, yeah. to take him out. I think he's going to take him out by third round TKO. He definitely, it's minus 230 on uh, Fazeev and plus 190 on Gaethje. I'm just going to, uh, I already have my picks on the Colt and the man. I'm going with Gaethje. If you look at who Gaethje's fought compared to who uh, Fazeev's fought, Fazeev couldn't even knock out his last four opponents. How the fuck is he going to deal with Gaethje? So I think people got this fucking line all fucking wrong. And. They say this is his hottest fight. He fought Khabib. He fought Tony Ferguson before Tony Ferguson was ever beaten. So, Gaethje. I got Gaethje. I think Usman's going to lose. But I got Gaethje in this one. Yeah, yeah I'm leaning with... Oh, sorry, in uh, round three, K. Yeah. Fazib or whatever his name is. Fazib. Fazib or The way Pulse... It's a really good look. Yeah. He's got good... He's got good lead kicks. He's a great, yeah, he's a great, he's a great fighter. You're right, Kiwi. He is. You know. Both he um, is. Both he is all right. Chandler was having success till he fucking just changed his game plan and decided to fucking try and slug it out with Chandler, um, with Gaethje. Gaethje, yeah. So I reckon he's just going to start low and slowly work his way up, body catching him late. You know, after he's giving him a couple body kicks, Gaethje doesn't like body kicks, gets his hands down a little bit, and then kicks him in the head. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think uh, Fazee's gonna like fucking Gaethje's uh, leg kicks either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they both have. Equal, you're right. They 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 both have equal life. Fazee Fazee is, is an unbelievable fighter. Unbelievable. Like you said, Granny Gaethje only lost to the top guys. He lost to um, Khabib, he lost to Oliveira, and he lost to Poirier. But I think at a certain point, his chin's got to go, and I think it's going to No, yeah, no, that's a great point. Like, I'm wondering, like, is his chin going to go? Because everyone's chin has an expiration date. Is this the time we see it? I'm not so sure. I think Gaethje's going to be around for another two years. I think he's going to go on another win streak and maybe one more shot to at Islam, or Dar I think Darius is going to be the next 155 champ. That's my honest opinion. So, I think Darius, I think Darius got fucked over like Edwards did for a while. I think it's the same situation. So, I like Gaethje. I like Gaethje. Uh, 
I'm gonna say third round or second. I'm gonna say second round KO. Okay. And now we we got we got the, you guys already uh you guys both got Fazeev right? Yeah. Do you get do you guys uh do you guys have your uh, way of um your way of winning? Third round knockout for me. What, what do you got, Kiwi? Yeah. Third round KO? Okay. All right, here we go. The main event, who this car was built on. Look at these two savages for the third time. Yeah, we got a rubber match. I don't want to see a fourth fight in these guys, Pulse and Kiwi. I don't want to see. If Usman wins, then he, Leon gets automatic rematch. Do you guys want to see a fourth fucking fight with these guys? I don't I don't think it's going to happen that way. I think Kamaru gets his belt back and then bring on Kamzat. I like yeah. that. I like that. I do like. Uh, my, I'm right. sorry. Minus. Like minus. I like that too. Minus two forty for uh, Usman and plus two hundred for the champion uh, Rocky Edwards, Leon R Rocky Edwards. So it hasn't changed. Yeah, Usman. Usman is the fave, even though he's no longer champ, right? Yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. Like Jones was a uh, underdog. Like when it first, the fight first started, then. Thank you, sir. What the fuck are we doing? We gotta switch this over. Man. I think it's a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on Leon to fight in front of his home country like this, defend defend the belt. So, I agree. I agree. I think, uh, I, think I think Trevor Whitman, they, they they devised the right game plan to avoid that head kick. And I think they're gonna take him down and try to try to get him out of there early. So I'm picking Usman. Um Maybe second, third round TKO, something like that. Who? What do you? Who do you like? Uh, Key? I already know. I already got Edwards. I, I took Edwards uh, last time. You know, I was dejected at the end, and then like uh, Rogan and DC had him buried. And what did John Anik say? I think it was the best play-by-play -play ever. He said, but he's not cut from that cloth. Not even a half second later, head kick dead. I'm going with Pulse here. I'm going to pick Usman. A lot of people, a lot of people go with Usman. I'm not, the, I'm not saying Usman can't do it. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I think a lot of, I think a lot of leg kicks to the knee from Edwards. I think he's going to stay outside on the distance and pick him apart. Yeah, but what you guys said could happen could very well happen. Actually, more so because. Usman's done it. Usman has went through that division twice. I mean, he's lapped that division twice. The guy's mental is fucking something fucking special. But Leon Edwards, I just like pushing for that guy that comes in there with a T-shirt because he's the champ, doesn't get all dressed up, doesn't change who he is. You know, I don't know. He, he, he reached the top of the world with that, with that, you know, his coach gave him that, uh, gave him that speech to get his... No, you're right. That was an amazing speech, and it really worked, too. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. It worked. And they were practicing that fucking uh, left or, or fake with the right so he could, because so, Usman has a tendency to lean to the right or left or whatever. They seen that. They were practicing that before the fight, uh, you know, in the camp, and you could see them practicing the same exact fucking move 
uh, before the fight. You can see it, you know, hitting the mitts in that head kick with the after the jab or the right. I forget how they, they parry the jab and then the left kick. I forget the way they do it. But yeah, I got, I'm the only one that's taking Edwards here, plus 200. I, I really believe people, this is an underdog city card. I really believe this This whole card, there's 10 fighters in this card that have never fought in the UFC before, never fought on these huge bright lights. So there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of people uh, disappointed. So be careful on picking all favorites uh, out there. Be careful. There's going to be some underdogs that hit here on this card. And if I'm wrong, you know I'll say I'm wrong. I, I have no problem. I have humility. I could definitely call myself a knucklehead and say, you shouldn't have listened to me. But uh, I'm going to put up my uh, Tapology. I got 200 wins more than losses in less than a year and a half on Tapology. UFC boxing and, and uh the only thing, UFC, Bellator, and, you know, any elite boxing. Uh, I was, you know, I, I stopped picking LFA. And if certain fighters are fighting in um, PFL or one or, you know, Mighty Mouse is fighting or somebody that I really know and like, then I'll, then I'll take them. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's, it's, it's mainly, and Kiwi knows this, it's mainly UFC, Bellator, and, uh, you know, elite boxing. That's, that's all I pick. So I got my brown belt. I'm where I I think I just got my first stripe. So yeah, I'm almost at a black belt in less than a year and a half. Kiwi, yeah, you, you got your brown belt. You got your brown belt too. Yeah, I think it just got it. Yeah. Yeah. So you haven't. I was telling Pulse, uh, Kiwi. I was telling Pulse why. I call Sparks Master Sparks. You ever go to his fucking Tapology page? He's got like yeah. eighteen thousand wins and like two thousand losses. Yeah, Holy shit! I'm like, I never call anyone Master anything except a Master Killer from Wu Tang Clan because that's his name, right? I go Master Sparks. Y'all the fucking, I want you on this show with us. Help the fucking people out there understand. I can break down fights. Kiwi can break down, Pulse can break down fights. We can, we can do it. Sparks, I offered you a million times. I hope, hope you join us someday in here. At least on Savage Inc. picks. At least once a week. I got, a, um, I got that one bit on Macron Americano at uh, $23. So... And I've got another bet, which is a four-leg parlay. I've got Ludovic Klein versus Kai Herbert, the fight to end in round one or two. Holy I've shit. I've got Vittori versus Delize, the fight won't go the distance. I've got Gunnar Nelson versus Barbarina, the fight won't go the distance. And Duncan versus Javorovic, the fight won't go the distance. That came out at um, plus 8,800. So... Uh, that's my bits for tomorrow. Maybe a couple. Yeah, we. I mean, yeah, I, I, gotta, I hate to cut it. I, I hate to cut it short, man. No, no, no. Pulse, pulse. You, you. I, everyone knows you gotta, you gotta. We did a long one this time. I'm sorry, pulse, but I'm just oh, grateful. Yeah, sorry, pulse, no, don't be sorry. It, we would have been late anyway. I would have had to do like a couple of these at the end, anyways, because pulse has to be somewhere. 
We try to keep it an hour, but we're just happy you joined us today. Pulse, go do your thing, brother. L much love, brother. One love. I'll see you. Uh, I'll talk to you tonight uh, or, or tomorrow in the animal room. Thank, thanks, Pulse, brother, and uh, have a blessed night, brother. All right, pal. Thank you. So, Kiwi, thanks for fucking joining us today, man. It's fucking, uh, I love having you in here with us, man. Like, I look, like, honestly, bro, like, it was so good to have you in here with us, man. It really is, man. Like, it's all, yeah, I, I miss, I miss seeing you and saying hi every week, you know, even though we talk on Discord, we keep in touch, but it's just good to see you face to face and shit, you know, how's everything going, everything going all right, like, you know what I mean, like, how you feel from the surgery, you should, you feel better? You look good, you look, you look healthy. Oh, you started? Yeah. You started training? No, no, I only lasted six days back, and then I went, oh, no, this is too early. And that was in January. So well, well, you know your body. Yeah, you know your body. If you, if, if it's starting to hurt, you know, inside and stuff, yeah, you can't, you don't want to go through that again. You know what I mean? It was, it was stinging. Like, out my side, I think I'm getting another hernia on my side. Because I got, the guts starting to pop out. Hey. Starting again in another spot. Hernias. Yeah, hernias, hernias hurt, man. A lot of, I know savages that fucking, them things fucking, you know, bring savages down. Hernias are fucking horrible. It's like having a bad tooth or something, a toothache that, this is what a dentist told me one time. Do you know people used to jump off mountains and commit suicide because of their toothaches? Way back in the days when there wasn't dentists. Yeah, well, that's why I'm so lucky. Modern medicine, you know, like if it was 100 years ago, I'd be in the box. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, everyone bitches about Purdue Pharma, and listen, rightfully so, they, they they played some fucking dirty fucking shit, but penicillin, there's a lot of shit they fucking cured, so they're not all bad, it's like cops, they're not all bad, there's some bad ones, and there's some good ones, thank God, you know what I mean, for our kids and their kids, I'll never call the cops to handle a problem, you know what I mean, but it's our kids and their kids, that's who we want the cops for and want to be, want the cops to be good for, you know what I mean? And that's just, yeah, it's just the truth. Uh, I don't see Kiwi calling cops uh, to, to, to solve one of his problems or Pulse, you know what I mean? So, it's not that we hate the cops, it's the just... The last people you want around. Huh? The last people you want around. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I don't, here's the thing, I, I tell, I think cops have one of the hottest jobs in the world. They see people, they're always the first on, on the scene. They see people blow, blow their brains out, you know, suicides, and then they think of their kids. Could this be my son, like, thinking like this? You know what I mean? So who knows what's going through their fucking minds, you know what I mean? And not all, all of them are mentally fucking stable. Some of them were given, some of them were given. No, go ahead, Q. Well, that's different. That's different. That's different. You have to fucking file a report, so you know what I mean. Yeah, and then they show up, and then they're like fucking casing my joint, like they're trying to bust me for pot or something. I'm like, what, 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 what the fuck are you doing? You know what they? Like, they're fucking like looking around, like fucking, uh, you know, like. Right, well, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? 
Yeah, I call you to help me, and then you're fucking looking at me like I'm the bad guy? Yeah, like you're trying to shoot fish in a barrel, or inviting you into my house, and now you're casing my joint? Like, fuck you. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's why I don't like calling you. Yeah, that's why, that's why they need they need a warrant. They get, You let them in your house, that's fine. Let them in your, like, in your first room or whatever, right? Anywhere else is off fucking limits. They don't got a fucking warrant. Yeah, they get they're slick. They think they're slick. Yeah, they think they're slick. Yeah, they want to see if someone's hiding with a warrant or something. Who knows? You know what I mean? Oh, I know this face. I want to see if this face is in this house, or or they were busting your balls. You know, see if you were up to something. Yeah. Huh? Oh, you! Oh, they smelt the weed. Gotcha. They smelt the weed. Yeah, I think they can smell it. You know. Kiwi, uh, Kiwi's never smoked. Kiwi's never smoked pot on here ever. He's never. Uh, I'm like Kiwi. I wish I could pass this. I wish. No, no. I know you don't care about pot no more. I know. I know. But I bet. I bet Australia. Oh, they changed it there because Australia is so nice. Everyone is so nice there. So pot. Pot ain't gonna hurt nobody. They, the laws. they, they did. But I can't lose my driver's license because I smoke a bit of weed. When they change the laws, I'll go back to smoking pot. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Even here, we're having that debate in America. It's like, how do you know if someone is under the influence of smoking weed? How do you know that scientifically? I want to know. Like how? I, yeah, it's a good like like you, yeah, like you said, it's gonna be a hard law to enforce. You know what I mean? Well, at the moment you can get you can get busted and lose your license. And there was a guy up north. He reckoned he hadn't had a smoke in ten days. Now he might have been lying, but he reckoned he hadn't had a smoke in ten days. They took his driver's license, and he said, "How am I under the influence of cannabis?" If I haven't had a smoke in 10 days, but your blood test says I've got pot in my system. So they took his driver's license off him. That's, that's, that's wrong. That's wrong because you if you smoke weed every day, that's going to be in your system for at least one month or two months even, right? No matter how long. Even if you're, you're off it for a month, you're still going to, it's going to take you 60 days. Dude, I used to get this shit clear and you're in luck. Out of high times, you pour it right in your piss. And it takes all the marijuana out of your piss. I never, I never uh, failed a piss test ever. Like on every tunnel job I went to, federal, federal and state jobs, never, never, never failed a test. And I was smoking weed the morning, the morning of. Like, like, fit, hey, six, 50, 60 bucks, right? I had one guy that brought, he went all the way home and brought it back to me for my piss test. Like, that's. How we roll, you know what I mean? That's how it used to be anyways, you know what I mean? But, yeah, like, you just, it's 50, 60 bucks. You're making a lot of money, you know? What the fuck? It's worth it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But what are you up to? What what are you, what are you up to today? Uh, I've got to fix my, um... Some chores? Oh, okay. i got to fix this. Well, Kiwi, you can fix anything. Yeah. Oh, I see. I get it. Yeah. 
Yep. And uh, I got to fix that so I can uh, make some alcohol. Yeah. Pe- listen, people. He's a fucking brain. He 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 plays stupid and shit, but he's very very smart. This guy. I'm telling you right now. I swear to God, any investor, you know, I gotta talk to my friend. I'm gonna talk to my friend and say, hey, this guy, these guys got howler fucking head fucking whiskey and shit. I got a guy who fucking a friend of mine in Australia make them look sick. Let's put, let's put some money. Let's put some money behind our man Kiwi. Hey, it would be called Kiwi Brew. It's the one. Kiwi Brew. Straight out of New Zealand. Huh, bro? It's all over. I couldn't believe it. It's all over? Yeah, I haven't been there in two months. Two months I hadn't, be, I hadn't been there, and without my um, without your business, they'd gone under. without your business, they went under. <laughs> that's what I'm blaming. That's what I'm blaming. <laughs> Dude, that's why I love you, brother. That's why I love you. I love that fucking sense of humor, brother. Dude, that and they've been there for a long time too. Huh? Like, 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 why, why do you really think that? I know you're joking. I mean, not one customer can't do that to anybody, but I'm just saying. Why do you think? Someone buy them out, give them more money for the place? Uh, it was a satellite brewery. They're, they're quite a big company. They've got um, big brewing down south. Oh, okay. And they just opened up in uh, Merrickville. As, uh, it was their satellite where they try all their experimental beers and stuff. They had a small uh, setup, you know, a few thousand litres. Nothing, not 50,000 litres, you know, like 2,000 yeah. litre fermenters and stuff like that. Yeah. So just trying it out, trying to you know, see how the market reacts. But I think I think what happened to them is they sold their beer too cheap. They, uh, I don't think they, they sell it cheaper, they cheaper, cheaper than most, they, cheaper than most places, I mean. Oh, half the price. Oh, half the price. Half so they so they sell they sell a wholesale they sell a wholesale instead of retail right basically yeah it was crazy like you know still got to clean the glass you got to pay the bar staff it was just I think they, the business model was flawed yeah you know, it was just not that I'm complaining it was nice maybe you should have went in there and said to the owner I can tell you how you how you fucked up I can tell you how to fix it yeah oh they know they know they went yeah, man. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Cheap beer. Yeah. Cheap beer for a long time. Damn straight, bro. But now you're going to have to really put those skills to work, huh? That's right. That's why i got to fix me bloody... I'll be honest, bro. Hey, even Jay, Jay goes, still goes to bars and drinks, right? That, that looks like... The shit you make looks better than some of the shit I see on fucking commercials and shit on YouTube anywhere. Like, honest, I'm not saying that because you're my friend. I'm being honest. Like, 100%, 120% honest. What do you get your alcohol levels to? What is it like? What's you, what do you say your average is? What's your highest you got it to? And you care about taste, too, right? You care about the taste, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's all taste-driven, all flavor-driven. Yeah. I don't know. It's around 6% usually. 6%, yeah. 
So the beer, so the beers, so the beer, so the beer is six percent, which is a strong beer. That's like a Heineken or a Heffenreffer or um, Heineken. Yeah, Heineken. That's that's pretty good. You ever you ever had Heffenreffer? You ever drink Heffenreffer? They remember the they're the green they come in the green bottles and they have a uh, underneath the uh, they have a puzzle underneath. Like when I was in like a 11, 12 years old, I get a six pack of those. After two of those, I'm looking at the puzzle. I can't even figure out nothing. I can't figure. I can't even. I just no, throw it away. Nah. Yeah, dude. I was a. I was a lightweight. Uh, this is when I was fucking in sixth grade, bro. I was, a pack of beers was enough for me. You know what I mean? But then seventh, seventh, eighth grade, we'd be going to get case after case after case, then keg, keg parties. You know what I mean? Go get another keg, go get another keg, go get another keg. Keep making money, fight all ahead. You know what I mean? Two, three hundred okay. people, you know? Yeah, those, yeah. those are the days. Those are the days, bro. You know what I mean? Those are the days. But I, I'm serious, bro. Keep keep brewing, right? And let's get some money behind you and come up with a Kiwi brew and sell it here in America. In New Z- right, straight out of New Zealand's fucking finest, right? Uh, brewed in fucking Australia. We'll pay Australia taxes. We'll pay New Zealand taxes. And we'll sell it for a lot more here. Yeah, it's a shipping eh? Yeah, that's all right. That, that's all right. I got, I got friends in high places. As long as everyone's getting paid, as long as we're all making money, that's all that matters, yeah. Kiwi. That's all that matters. The idea is you set up the brewery in the States, you brew it to the recipe in the States, then you're not Exactly. And then we'll move to the States, right? Then you're not paying all the transport costs. Yeah, so a- after the first year, we'll move it here. I know, yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why they, like Heineken, they brew in Australia under license, so they're not shipping um, glass and liquid across the world, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's why they all brew, brew under license, so there's more profit in it. Yeah, that's why That's why America shipped out a lot of uh, our work. You know, Detroit, they made Detroit, Michigan... Detroit was the king of cars in America in the 70s, 60s. And then in the 80s, they all started shipping it over to Japan and China. You know what I mean? Because they can make, you know, they didn't have to pay the the workers' union wages no more. You know what I mean? They just got done a lot cheaper. So it really hurt America's economy. And if you remember correctly, these American muscle cars and American cars back then were made with steel and shit. You know what I mean? Not plastic. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but they... Yeah, but you know what's coming back now is a lot of, uh, even like a lot of senators, everything, everyone's like, you know, keep everything in America now. Let's let's start producing a lot of our own. Here's one thing America's really good at. Like, when it comes to war, we can, we can manufacture everything. Like, everything. But the, the 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 pandemic, pandemic, whatever they called it, the shutdown, right? Like I even realized I knew this shit anyways. I already knew this prior. I'm like, you know, a lot of people are gonna be fucked and have a hard time getting what they need. But you know what? It all worked out all right, though. It wasn't that bad. But we did. It opened my eyes. It opened a lot of Americans' eyes. And you guys went through a lot of shit in Australia too in the beginning. In the beginning, but it all worked out in the end, though. 
Because when I seen that car down in Perth, bro, I'm like, you live on the other side of Australia, right? Down below, right? Near New Zealand. So now I know where you live. So when you said Perth is about the same distance to the moon, I'm like, now I know what he was talking about. Because I went and looked. I go, oh, shit, he's fucking right. He's fucking right, I said. Damn. I go, that'd be like a two... That'd be like a two-day ride, huh? Three-day ride. Three-day drive, huh? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'll drive over there one day. You did? You drove there no, one day? Do. No, one day. One day one, oh, one, one day you're gonna? One day you're gonna? Yeah, there's this road. There's a road out of South Australia. It's called the Nullarbor. And it is straight for about 600 kilometers. Just a straight road. Wow. So you're just yeah, seeing you're just seeing the ocean and you're seeing the land on both sides, huh? Yeah, just straight. I think you just see desert both sides. Wow, man! I I would love I would love to yeah I wanna I wanna do a road trip like that like across America sometime go through the like the Southwest and all the mountains and all the deserts and I just just thinking to myself I wonder how many bodies are buried in those deserts. And like, like honestly, because I just know history. I just know, like, but America, like, like Australia is very beautiful. You know what I mean? Like America's every state has a beauty about it. You know what I mean? Some states are very historical. Some states are very, like, just beautiful. The land, you know what I mean? It's just beautiful. So it's uh, a little bit of everything. So I'm sure Australia is kind of like the same thing. You know what I mean? Huge country, man. I never, I always knew it was a big country. I just never realized until I looked. And now I understand. Now I know where New Zealand, now I know where you are. I'm like, okay, all right, now I get it. Because you used to always tell me, you uh, used to always tell me east, uh, southeast, way at the bottom or in the middle or the bottom, like on that, the right yeah. side of, uh, yeah. so that would be the east, yeah, the east side. And I always remembered you telling me that. And then when I started reading some of the places there, I go, yep, now I remember. Now I remember. So I'm like, yeah. And then I looked all the way to Perth. I'm like, damn. But those people are so fucking nice in Australia, man. Man, do they like, uh, it doesn't matter where you're from. They're going to fucking greet you very nicely no matter what. Yep. It's fucking unbelievable. I see why you like it there. I can understand, man. I definitely understand now. But let's face it. There's shit bags. There's shit bags everywhere, right? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Doesn't matter where you go. That's always everywhere. How's the wife and kids? Everyone good? Ah, uh, yeah, my oldest. Um, she's got uh, viral tonsillitis at the moment, so she hasn't been very chipper this week. Yeah, I've been. I've been a little. There's a bit of a stomach bug around here too. Same thing. But uh, not the throat thing sucks. I had that one time in my life. And I was laid up for three days with strep throat. That was horrible. Yeah, she's um, she's getting better, I think. She's, she's getting, getting better? Blocked, she's blocked oh, yeah. I think that yeah, comes with it. Brain. I think that comes with it, I think. I'm not sure, yeah. but I think it comes with it. Uh, so everything else is good, though, right? Like, nothing bad. Yeah. How's the fam How's your mom and dad? I, I seen that flood, what you told me about. Are they okay? Are they all right? I, I know they were okay yeah, then. Are they um, still okay? Yeah, they, um, the roads are all fucked. You, you can't get around New Zealand really very well at the moment. Like, Man. Mum and Dad went up to see my auntie and uncle, and it's usually a four-hour drive. 
they took them over seven because wow. they had to drive all the way around. Get drive south and they drive around the mountain and you know. Thank God they know that. Wow. Thank God they now yeah, what why why is New Zealand like why like New Zealand like everyone always said it, it's so fucking awesome there, and I, I I've heard nothing but good things about New Zealand, and I know you love New Zealand. I know you know you never really talk bad about it ever, but I'm just saying, why is it so fucked up like that? Why they don't have like the people to fix that problem, or is it just money? What is it? What they did is a little bit of everything. Sealed all the horse tracks. You know, the, the, like they were horse tracks, and then they built roads on top of horse tracks, so they're winding oh. roads on the side of mountains. When it starts raining a lot, the mountain slips. Your roads gone. So avalanche, avalanches basically, but with mountains, right? Yeah, yeah mudslides. Mudslides, yeah. mudslides. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the roads just wash away. You know, so. Man. That's yeah. uh, mudslides are fucking. Huh? It's going to take decades for them to put, get back to where they were. Oh, fuck. That sucks, man. Decades? Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. It's like 20 years' work. Easy. You know, like I had a mate, he was just digging out the power station for a week. God bless you, New Zealanders. Honestly, I. Kiwi told me about this a couple weeks ago. I'm so sorry for you people, man. Honestly, for your mom and dad, your cousins, who I like a lot, your family. Oh, they, my cousins were fine. My oh, yeah, they're in a different part, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were fine. Like, I, I said to my cousin, I said, what are you up to this weekend? He goes, I'm going fishing. He went, what? This here will be fucked. He goes, nah, it's all right. He's out in his kayak catching snapper. Yeah, they they definitely they definitely they definitely ain't gonna. Someone's definitely not gonna tell them uh, they can't do something. That I get that I get that feeling that they know what they're doing. But that's that's what he's probably saying. Well, look, I could fish and they're all fucked. You know what I mean? So that kind that kind of sucked. What the fuck is going on uh, with these fucking StreamYard? You can't be uh, stopping my fucking streams. All right. I thought, it doesn't matter.